What is racism today in America? Well, it's the procedures of the systems, the processes of the structures, and the disadvantages of the institutions. Obviously, coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. I was listening to the Slate Money Podcast the other day, and they were talking about the gender wage gap a little bit, how supposedly uh, men make more money doing the same jobs compared to women. And that's a myth, and it's kind of a, it's starting to be a pretty widely recognized as a myth thing. But I'm going to play this little clip for you because they equate it to um, systemic racism. And basically, I mean, they're woke. They're not trying to, I mean, they want to say the gender wage gap exists and is not a myth, and just like systemic racism. But in fact, what they're really illustrating is that The gender wage gap is a myth, and so is systemic racism. Or at least as people understand it. Like, you know, are Asians being discriminated against at the Ivy League schools? Hell yeah, but that's not what people mean by systemic racism. So I'll just play you a little clip here from Slate Money. Then I'll do some dunking on the idea of systemic racism. And at the end, I'll also show that... um, the gender wage gap thing is horse shit. Just so that we can know we're all on the same page. And I will say, so I mean, I'm going to use stuff from, I don't know, NPR, USA Today, whatever. I only, I only take my facts from woke media. Like if someone's like, what? That's not true. You got it from Fox News. Like, you know, I'm not going to let someone say that to me. So I only take my facts from woke media. You'll see. But here's the clip. Um, it's just, it's like this weird, it's a weird, the whole thing is pretty weird. The measuring the gap, talking about the gap. Um, every time you write about it, you get letters and and tweets that are like, it's a myth. And it kind of is the way it's conceived. It's not, most people aren't out there being like, we're going to pay women less than men. It's much more subtle and insidious. Yeah. It's like racism, right? It's like no one's going out there going like, I'm a racist. Therefore I'm going to treat, you know, black people worse. It's, and no one's going out there going like, I think a woman, I think women just can't do this job. So if I, if they apply for the job, I'm just going to lowball them. Like it, it, you're right. It's systemic. It's, and I think that's the problem. People don't think of it necessarily, or at least the people who react badly to these stories don't think of it as being a systemic thing. They think of it as like people are pointing a finger at individuals and saying, you hiring manager, you are being sexist. Yeah, exactly. So people think the gender wage gap is a myth, and it kind of is. But you know what? It's just like systemic racism, because it's the system. So let's look at the definition of institutional racism. Wikipedia calls it institutional, not systemic. But So here's, here's, here's what they say. And Wikipedia is woke as hell, so this ain't Fox News or something. Institutional racism, also known as systemic racism, is a form of racism that is embedded in the laws and regulations of a society or an organization. So, I mean, right off the bat, right, that ain't, that ain't true. We got, uh, we got civil rights laws that say you can't discriminate on the basis of race. And then you, like, try, you know, I mean, there's a million examples of people discriminating against white people, right? But that's, that's never what they mean. They don't mean discriminating against Asians or whites. They're saying there's somehow, there's some law, there's some law, there's some regulation that discriminates against black folks with an X. And so I don't have a stat on this, but you'll just have to take my word for it that large corporations all across the nation and government organizations all across the nation are creating diversity, equity, and inclusion positions, filling those positions with people of color, 
and then sending them out to hire more people of color. So, you know, if trying to hire, you know, if doing your absolute utmost to hire people of color is systemic racism, which it is, it's, it's you know, it's against white, white people, then, th- then it would be true. But that's not what they mean. Makes me think like Disney has a rule. I think Amazon has a has a rule. They got these diversity, equity, and inclusion rules, and they're like, I think Disney is saying fifty percent. Fifty percent of the people need to be from this group or that group, and they'll be like, you know, a disadvantaged race, and they'll be like, black, Hispanic, Native American, Asian, Polynesian, and then they'll be like a discriminated, uh, you know, gender orientation, like trans people non-binary, lesbian, gay, etc. And, you know, and finally, and gender, women. But it's funny if you go read those lists. So, you know, they'll be like, we have to take, you know, you have to hire someone from one of these groups, right? And the, and the list will just be long as hell. It'll be, you know, there'll be like 30 things that will meet that classification. But if they wanted to say it much more succinctly, you could just say, not a straight white male. Like, it looks bad if you say, okay, you got to hire someone who's not a straight white male. Like, they don't want to come out and just say it. So they're like, you got to hire someone who's black, Asian, gay, female, whatever. I just think it'd be funny. They should just, they just, I mean, they wouldn't do it because then people would criticize them. But it would just be funny if they just, you know, our diversity requirement is not a straight white male. And so that would be the real systemic racism. You could go find a million examples of that if you wanted to. But, uh, so let's, let's look at, uh, how people describe systemic racism, you know, woke people. Uh, so I've said it before, but, you know, like, what is systemic racism? Well, that's systems and structures that are racist. And what's structural racism? Well, that's systems and institutions that are racist. Basically, it's like, you know, you got your A, B, and your C, systemic, institutional, structural. And you go, well, what's A? You go, well, A, A is B and C. Well, what's B? Well, that's A and C. And what's C? Well, that's A and B. And so, uh, whatever, I got a USA Today article here. I'll put links in the description. And so USA Today went to Derek Johnson, the head of the NAACP, to have him define what structural racism is. And he said, structural racism is, quote, Systems and structures that have procedures or processes that disadvantages African Americans. So obviously it's just a, you know, jargon, word salad thing. Like, you know, if systemic racism was a real thing, the way that people think it is, you just point to all the examples. You know, you wouldn't be like, oh, it's systems and structures of disadvantages of procedures and processes. You'd be like, you know, 37 states don't let black people vote. But, you know, the problem is, is like, oh, I mean, that, that may have been true in the past, but now they do let black people vote. I mean, basically, they got no examples. You know, they might say there's less black people in college. You'd be like, yeah, but then they're, they're discriminating against Asians. Anyways, anyways, just jargon. You know, if, if, you're, if, if what you're saying is not true, but you want people to believe you, you just substitute in a bunch of jargon. And currently, it's working fabulous in America. I mean, I'm sure if you did a poll, everyone's like, oh, yeah, it exists. I, I heard. I heard six systems and structures and procedures and processes mean that structural and institutional racism are real. Of course. I mean, it's, it's obvious. Look at those words that I just used. It's obvious that's true. <laughs> and I wanted to talk about this because I did a podcast recently, recently of reading from uh, cancelledpeople.com. 
And I might do another podcast about that, but there's a lot of professors and other high up people who had gotten suspended or fired from their jobs because they said systemic racism doesn't exist. And so that's the other thing. When you when you were saying something exists when it don't, you use all your jargon and blah blah. But the other thing is is that anyone who comes out, you know, it's like it's the emperor has no clothes, right? Have you heard that story? Let me see if I can remember that story. There's some emperor and he uh, he goes on a parade. Every year he goes on a parade or something. And he always dresses the finest. He wears like gold and silver and diamonds and jewels. And then one year, some guy goes to rip off the emperor and he says, Oh, you know, your diamonds and gold, that's nothing. I have here, sir, uh, some cloth that is better than anything. This cloth is so good that... Only a refined, good person can see it. If you're a dumbass, you know, evil person, it's invisible. And so the emperor is like, oh, you know, everyone is like, oh, I see it. You know, he's holding up nothing. Long story short, there is no cloth. <laughs> it's just nothing. It's just air. But everyone's like, oh, only good people can see it. Only wise, smart people can see it. So everyone's like, oh, I see it. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. And the emperor is like, I see it too. And so he goes on the parade wearing nothing, wearing this air, and the only person in the crowd who's not an idiot is a little kid. And he goes, the emperor is naked. And then everyone in the crowd, everyone everywhere, including the emperor, is like, oh my God, that kid's right. We were stupid. There was nothing there ever. And so systemic racism is like the emperor's new clothes. And that's why you got to cancel people hard. You got to cancel people maximum hard. Like, you know, basically what would happen is, you know, as soon as that kid started speaking, you would need to cover that kid's mouth and take them the hell away from that parade. And so that's what's going on. Anyone who says systemic racism doesn't exist, you have to be canceled, fired from your job. You need to try and get their wife to leave them, their kids to hate them. You need to call them a racist, you know, every day and twice on Sunday. Because otherwise, people are going to re- realize it's a bunch of horse shit. And so I wanted to make this podcast because I had that clip from Slate Money where they said that systemic racism is just as real as the gender wage gap. And again, they say that because they mean both of them are real. But in fact, the truth is both of them are a myth. So let's just do a few facts and figures and quotes about the gender wage gap. So let's go back to woke-ass Wikipedia looking at their, I guess they call it the gender pay gap. So looking at their gender pay gap article, one of their first sentences is that in the United States, for example, the non-adjusted average female's annual salary is 79% of the average male salary compared to 95% for the adjusted average salary. Anyways, so people will say that the gender pay gap is, like Obama said it was 77 but then when you adjust for things, it's in the 90s, mid-90s. I think, it's, I think it's even higher now. But basically, the unadjusted one is like, how much money do women make? Like, you know, if a woman makes, if a woman, woman works part-time and makes less money than a man who works full-time, then they're counted exactly equal. And it's like, that's racist against women. Uh, you know, just because she's working part-time, she should make just as much as a man. And so that's the non-adjusted one which gives you 79, and then the adjusted one is like, well, you know, did you work the same amount of hours? Do you have the same amount of experience? Are you working the same job? You know, like, should a maid be making as much as a plumber? 
etc. And when you adjust for those things, you get 95%. And I'm not going to say anything this crazy about the systemic racism off the bat, but, um, you know, the reason the, the, the pay gap is basically women make different choices. People, human beings make different choices. You know, for instance, women like people and men like things. Uh, you couldn't pay me enough to go deal with, like, old sick people and, like, wipe their asses. But women will sign up for those jobs. And those jobs don't pay as much as, like, what you could pay me to do is be a plumber, you know? And I'll go, I'll be, you know, I'll be waist deep in fecal matter cleaning out the bottom of a ship if I'm a ship's plumber. And there's a clog. So it doesn't mean that men or women won't deal with shit, but they just, they're going to do it in a different way. And if you're a ship's plumber, you're going to make a lot more money than a CNA, Certified Nurse's Assistant. And so women, they make a lot of money, like in the healthcare industry. Great place to make a ton of freaking money. I mean, it's all, I hate that industry, but anyways, good place to make money. You know, men go off and become engineers. Anyways, people just make different choices, and just overall... Well, you know, they make different choices about their careers, but what it really comes down to is having kids. Like, I think a surprising number of men, if they're, you know, if their wife is like, uh, you can stay home for the next 10 years and take care of the kids, I think a lot of men would be like, I hate my job, sounds good. You, you go work grueling long hours to pay for the family, pay for the mortgage, pay for the car, pay for the kids. But anyways, that's not what goes down. The wife and the husband are like both woke, and they're like, okay, who's going to take care of the kids? And the wife is, sit sit down, you know, shut the hell up. Obviously, I'm the one taking care of the kid. This kid came out of my hoo-ha. I'm taking care of it. And the man is like, I hate my job, but you know what? Sounds good. But let's dunk on Obama a little bit, because he used to like to talk about the gender wage gap. He passed some sort of law that had no effect on it, but he was talking about it because of that. And he said something like, you know, quote, it's not a myth, it's math. And Obama also said, quote, you know, today, you know, today women make up about half our workforce, but they still make 77 cents for every dollar a man earns. That is wrong. And in 2014, it's an embarrassment. Women deserve equal pay for equal work, end quote. And so he could have been technically right. I mean, the whole thing is horseshit, but he could have been technically right if he wouldn't have put in that last sentence. Well, you know, that's whatever. That's where he fucked up, where he said, women deserve equal pay for equal work. And the answer is they do get that. I mean, Wikipedia says they get 95%, but I think, I think the answer is it's actually 100, it's over 100%. I mean, right now, like, you know, Google will pay more for a woman. They'll pay more for a black person. They got no black people. They got no women. If you want to be a software engineer at Google, they will pay you a freaking ton because people are breathing down their necks. Why are you so racist? You need to hire a woman. And so women are actually starting to make more than men. Um, let me give you a little bit of information from NPR. So NPR says, quote, The Pew Research Center analyzed Census Bureau data and found that in 22 of 250 U.S. metropolitan areas, Women under the age of 30 earn as much as more, earn as much or more than their male counterparts. New York and Washington, D.C. are among the cities. And so that's all I got on that. But basically, you know, women go to college, graduate college more than men. I don't know. They're, I mean, it's heading towards like 60, 40. It's going to be for every 100 college graduates, 60 of them are going to be women. 40 of them are going to be men. 
and you can't get a good job without a college degree a lot lately. Even though the college degree has absolutely nothing with the job, you still got to have one to get the job. But so I want to throw a bone to the concept of systemic racism and not the super obvious ones that are true as hell, like discriminating against Asians and whites and men and straight people. Like, you know, if you say that 50% of your Disney TV show has to be non-white males, I mean, that's discrimination against white males. If there's only a certain number of jobs and you have to give it to someone, then that means you have to take it away from someone else. But anyways, that's not the systemic racism I want to throw a bone to. I want to throw a bone to the concept of racism against black people done by the system and the structure in America and the institutions and the procedures and the processes. And so one that's going on right now is colleges are getting rid of the SAT uh, test as far as part of their admissions. And the reason why they're doing this is because African Americans get terrible test scores compared to the other races. So they're like, we want to be nice to black people. We're going to get rid of the SAT and go on other criteria. And you might go, well, is that systemically racist? Doesn't sound like it. But the reason why it is, is that, you know, maybe black people may not get great SAT scores. But the other thing that they have to go by then is like extracurricular activities, grades, and references. And it turns out that, you know, I guess black kids, black students, uh, are even worse when it comes to extracurricular grades and references. And so this whole thing is systemically racist. The people that hurt, well, basically, the people that helps is white people. That's who's good at, uh, like, you know, did you go to a good high school and get good grades? So right there, black people are out. You know, do you have good extracurriculars? Well, one of those things is sports. So now Asians are out. And then finally references, that's basically like, do your parents know someone who went to the fancy university? And so... Again, everyone except for white people is out. So I don't. I just like to bring that one up because it's ironic. They're getting rid of the SAT to supposedly help black people, and it's actually the perfect workaround to get more white people in there, which is what they like. I mean, you know, they like white people, and Harvard loves white people, rich white people. So you know, like all the smart black kids who would, you know, who would or did get a good score on the SAT. Uh, sorry, Charlie. The diamond in the rough from the bad neighborhood. Sorry, Charlie. And then, uh, let's see, one more example here. It's not quite so counterintuitive and fun to dunk on as an anti-woke person. But there was this uh, Supreme Court case called Griggs versus Duke Power Company from 1971. And it basically outlawed IQ tests for job applicants. And they said, this is racist because... Black people are getting lower scores on these job IQ tests. You know, this is to get a job like a, a power company, you know, like sends electricity to your house. And I don't know if they were doing it just because they're racist or they wanted smart people, probably both. But anyways, the Supreme Court said no more IQ tests, except for like the feds can do it, the army can do it, but most, most companies can't do it. And I'm sure back then, I mean, the Supreme Court had no idea what would happen when they did that. But the result of that was like, Companies liked, companies liked doing IQ tests, basically. And when you took that away from them, they came up with something else. And that something else was, you have to have a college degree to apply. You know, you can go, you can go look at, like, job application things 
online and it's like, you know, must have a bat four year degree to apply. And so I think that it, there is definitely a certain amount of systemic racism in there because at least back in the 70s, I mean, now black women are getting college degrees like nobody's business and they're doing great. But anyways, back in the day, you know, it was like black people didn't have college degrees. And so all of America, you can't use a, you can't use tests on your on your uh, job applicants. They just started having college um, requirements, and that's why now everyone in America has to have a college require has to has a co college degree to get a job. Even though, I mean, I don't know, I don't know if you went to college, dear listener, but you know, I've had jobs that I went to college, and I've had jobs that, or I've seen jobs that require a college degree, and it's like. What you learn in college has absolutely nothing to do with that job. It's just a way of screening out people. I mean, you know, it's good for getting rid of poor black people. You know, it's great for getting rid of poor white people. I mean, just all sorts of riffraff. So that's just a little bit of history for you. I don't know. I mean, you know, is that exactly racism? Because like I say, they want to get rid of the poor white people too. But there's probably a little bit of, I think at least initially, there was some definite racism there. And maybe today, to this day, there's a certain amount of racism in there. Well, it doesn't get rid of black women, but it gets rid of black men, and it gets rid of white men. It's more of a sexism thing. Anyways, there you go. I just wanted to say that. Oh, and here's a stat about the racial wage gap. Um, I believe if you control for test score, years of education, and area of the country, blacks make the exact same amount of money as whites. So test score means like SAT or any other standardized tests, uh, years of education means, you know, how many years of college, and then part of the country is, like, people in the South make a lot less money than people in California or the Northeast, and unfortunately, a lot of black people live in the South, but you control for those things, boom, you solve the racial wage gap, boom, you got 100 cents on the dollar, or maybe it was like 97 cents on the dollar, but very, very close. Twitter handle, at AntiWokePodcast. Please take out a coin from your pocket and flip it. And if it comes up heads, you have to tell a friend about this podcast. Okay, thanks for listening.